Welcome back to the After Five podcast. Before we get into this episode, we have a little bit of housekeeping to get into and a small ask. We need listeners. We need ratings. If you've been listening to our show and appreciating it, th- appreciating it, throw us a review. I think we have seven five-star reviews right now. We're climb into the top of the leaderboards if you've already left us a review share it with a friend and that's all we really have to ask for you guys on this episode jonathan and i get into a little bit of this a little bit of that but we conclude the fundamental problem and american condition is a lack of excellence so enjoy the episode Yo, so did you see uh <clears throat> did you see the the US wants to get a cut of the TikTok sale? I'm, I don't want to go into too many too much politics here, but I think it's a fucking pretty bold move what happened. What happened? All right, let me tell the story cuz most people don't know it. I don't know if I'm true. It's true, but I'm going to fucking way I see it. China the some, way the way I this see is the it. Way <laughs> Fuck you. Yo, this is the way John Thomas sees it. China. Yo, this is Friday. This is Friday. And this is the fucking way John Thomas sees it. Yo, this is the way I see it. (laughs) TikTok's owned by some sort of Chinese fucking company. Don't know the company's name. Probably doesn't matter. Most users of TikTok are U.S. users. They're saying they're using it to spy on people. I think that's very well known. President Trump. Well... Then Microsoft is trying to buy TikTok because they need some media platform because they're going to fall behind Mm. connecting with people. They can't get the sale through because the price isn't working. It's not getting done. I think, and then President Trump goes, we're going to ban TikTok starting this date. All that did was devalue TikTok to everybody else other than like a U.S. company. Do you think, do you think? Sure enough. Come today. That sale is going to push through for Microsoft to buy TikTok at a fairly discounted rate of what it was last week before he said that. What, so are you? I'm saying, you're you're taking the position that Big Don, Big Don Trump, actively devalued the company for yeah. the benefit of Microsoft for the benefit of the U, a U.S. company, and now he wants a cut. Now, well, he did say in a speech that they should get a. They should get what they call key money for the transaction. Okay. Taking the opposing opposing side I'm not of Don. Sure, I'm not saying I no, definitely no, no. agree with him. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Don the Don hate side. Yeah. Do you think it's possible that Big Don showed up and was like, fuck China, I'm gonna fuck this TikTok up, dude. We don't oh this is my big no, I don't have I don't know, I've never tried to do Big Don's voice. It just yeah, sounds that, creepy. That, <laughs> Come sit on Big Don's knee. Be amazing. I'm gonna go with Big Don's voice. Do you think he just was like, I hate to it, I hate TikTok, I hate China, ban it. And then somebody was like, Oh well, sir, you uh what do you want, Jerry? And he's just like, Sir, you um you uh accidentally inadvertently devalued TikTok for the benefit of Microsoft. We could get uh we could get some money out of this for the American people. Maybe that's how let's it went get down. the people their money. That was the worst Donald Trump like do you see do you think he like do you think he is of the intelligence. I don't, know. I don't know either. I don't know if he's in it, but 
for our sakes, I fucking hope so. But at the same time, if he's not and somebody on his team is, and they caught it and was like, Jerry. hey, we could get some money. Yo, Jerry, Yo, Jerry. You're really smart. You're not fired. <laughs> you're not fired, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, you got to tighten that one, big guy. Yo. Um, so, I don't know, man. TikTok. My, my whole thing with TikTok is, uh, and the spying and the thing and this and that. Like, I go back and forth on whether or not I even give a shit. They're going to spy anyway, honestly. It's like, if you care, duh. Like, it's like, like you can't care half the time. It was funny when someone said the person with probably the top five richest person, Mark Zuckerberg, on on his Apple computer has the camera blanked out with, like, a piece of tape. Yeah, they make disposable st- or like reusable S- stickers, slide stickers. But no, he had a piece of like duct tape uh, yeah, across probably, his. That's because he. But sucks. if he does that with somebody knowing as much about technology as he does, mm. we should probably all just block our cameras. Well, no, so my wife does that. She blocks all of her cameras. She she gets the disposable like sheet, yeah. and then like if she has to do a Zoom call or whatever, she'll like reuse that one so many times, and then she'll have to like eventually reuse a new one on her like. But everything, ha- all the cameras on our house have these, like, little Band-Aid stickers over them. <laughs> and I'm not even mad. No. I'm like, you know what? I don't have the energy to, like, do all of that. But I'm really glad you're doing it for us. So, <laughs> good fucking for you. I appreciate you. But anyway, TikTok, dude. I know you're on the TikTok. Yeah. It's kind of getting boring. What do you think? It's just full of politics and and guns and dogs so it's instagram 2.0 it's like instagram 2.0 but in your fucking face because you really like you they make you swipe so you have to like i don't know it sounds like first world problems i've definitely been using instagram i feel like i've just like i'm on there for work and stuff i stop it's but i just like i go Dude, I find myself like I auto go on Instagram. Where I'm just like, like a, I sit down, I just open Instagram. Yes. I just open it. And then I scroll through like four pictures yeah, and I'm like, I immediately anything. just shut it off. And I'm just like, dude, I don't even give a shit. Like, you I don't, don't remember care. anything. It's like, whatever. Every now and then I send you like a good like wrestling video and you send me like a boat video. And we're like, haha, someday we'll be boat wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you're right. You go. Am I fucking right though? Can I get one for boat wrestling? (laughs) (laughs) It keeps going if I don't press it off. It just goes. You know what? I'm not gonna do it. No, I was gonna. (laughs) (laughs) That was too loud. I'm so sorry, everybody. Everybody's like, oh, I gotta shut this off now. But anyway, yeah, social media sucks now. It's actually getting boring. No, so here, here's what Let's I'm going to do. Get rid of it. I was really worried about this podcast. We had, we had a guest lined up. They had a last minute obligation. We don't care because we're a two man party. Yeah, but I heard a stat Ooh. that I want to share with you. Are you ready? You ready? I'm ready, oh, dude? I'm ready for the stat. I'm so sorry. I was looking at Instagram. I know. One. Out of 50 people is active on social media. Boom. That's that did nothing for me. Let me let me try let me again. open try the again. can. Try again. Okay. One out of 50 people is active on social media. 
Let me explain like, to you why that's important. Like at any particular time? No, 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 no. At all. So whether or not they're participating on Twitter, whether or not they're Instagrammers, so whether Facebook. 2% of the country is leading the opinion of the country? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're getting to? Mm-hmm. That, I, who the fuck takes polls anymore? Nope. So like all these polls that come out, it's a bunch of the angry, like it's mob mentality. It's so when I heard this mm. information, I was like, hmm, how many people are on Twitter? This is where I start. How many people are on Twitter, Andrew? I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Twitter's Andrew. for the media and like hmm. famous people. So I wrote it down. And then a few days later, I actually got around to like, look, this is what happens in my day. Like, I'm like, oh, I should think this is how you get around ADHD when it's real, real bad. You think things up real fast and they go out of your head. And the right. easiest way to get them out of your head so you stay focused on what you're doing is you just write them down. Okay. You're like, okay, I just had this random idea. Boom, write it down. No longer in my head. So I circled back around on my random idea pieces of paper. And the how many people are even on Twitter? I was like, I'm not, I'm on Twitter, but I don't participate. And then that got me into this and that and this. Next thing you know, one, if you take all the platforms, one out of 50 people allegedly active on social media. So if you take that into consideration, and I'm looking at the camera right now. This is the first time I've ever done this. Locked eyes with our viewers. Locked eyes with your viewers, John. Hello, viewers. Hi, viewers. All that bullshit you see on Facebook when you go on there of people just attacking each other is representative of hardly anything. Am I right? Yeah, I'd like to. There's 330 million people on Twitter. Yeah. How's that possible? I think it's worldwide. And how many people are in the United States? Like 327 million? Yeah. How uh, How many U.S. Users are there. So anyway, this brings me to my final final thought on the matter. There's 50 million Twitter users in the U.S. 40% of Twitter users are on the... Tw- r- roughly 40% of Twitter users are on the platform daily. U.S. accounts for just 31 million monetized daily active Twitter users. There's 31 million Twitter users. Yeah, but then you, like... How many are fake? Uh, how many other case? I, I, how many do you have? Five account? Like, I don't know. It's such a it's such a very hard so number to re- rationalize. But my thought was, well, if that number like that puts it into perspective, even if it's not even a real number, if you think about like how many people aren't on Facebook commenting about the bullshit going on, like you don't hear about any of those people's opinions. So everybody's like, oh my god, we're fighting a good fight on Twitter. The libs are winning. We're winning. It's like, well, you're winning that. That everyone else is working, and while everyone else is working, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's Jer- like, what are you? Winning? I don't think Jerry, the farmer, who's waking up at three thirty in the morning cutting the corn stalks this time of year, is on Twitter as he drives the tractor. No, and you not. know what? You know what the good thing is? His vote counts too. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why poll numbers are so fucked up because everybody, most polls you get to are people online because that's how they do polling now, online, because no one answers phone calls as much. Dude, when they text me, do they text you? All the time. I you know, I read, fuck off. Yeah, dude, I'm like, fuck yourself, Jenny. Like, I'll say I shit. got one like, today. It's like, Lauren, my name's not Lauren, I wrote back. You know, dude, she, they don't even write back to me. They're like, oh, do you have an opinion? And I'll be like, eat a fat dick, chucho. And they're like, 
So the no people answering silence. these polls, that's why polls suck now. Why are we even listening to polls? I'm not listening to polls, but the people are. No, dude. The media I'm is. So, I'm, 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 I think I no. fe- dude, I'm looking down at the floor right now because my ass is getting hot. There's a fire underneath me right now. I'm starting, like, I'm getting hot right now, John. Why are we so pathetic? Why? Like, why can't we mind our own business? Why can't we get up and work hard? Yo, don't tread on me. Why can't we, like, like, everybody, here's, here's, here's the perfect example. Like, everyone expects such supreme excellence from our leadership. Not just Don. Leadership. Leaders. Everybody in leadership. Yeah. Politics. Corporations. Our company. You know the problem McDonald's. Is Chick-fil-A. It's like everybody expects this. They're like, you know what? Why isn't he being the best? And it's like, he's a fucking human being. Why aren't you being the best? You what could, are your excuses? You could also argue. Hmm. You could argue. Lay it on me while I'm hot, Jonathan. The people who are in those positions of leadership or not leadership, CEO, leaderships, politicians have already sort of made it Mm. and they just get by. So do you think there's an air of complacency at the top we in need some situations? We need fucking term limits for senators and congressmen. I was purely talking about something more fundamental. Mm. I'm talking about like how us as Americans allow in our own lives this like bullshit to exist at like the lowest levels and then expect at the highest levels the bullshit not to be up there. Yeah. We just need excellence from everybody. It's like how the, f- like for instance, like, the, the piece of paper on the office floor. Like, you're in a big office. Probably not anymore because you're COVID. But before, you were in an office. You had 100 people, cubicles everywhere. It's a piece of paper over there on the floor. 100 people walk past that piece of paper. And then one dude stops. Milton. Milton stops. He's like, there's a piece of paper here. Nobody's going to clean this up. Pick, stands up, picks it up, drops it, drains. Kobe. Yo, definitely do a Kobe. Into the trash can. I'd be Keeps a walking. horrible person on a floor like that. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, Milton stops to pick up the piece of paper, but, like, all those people before him didn't... They saw the piece of paper. Most of them... Oh, my God. I'm going to just knock a fucking grenade over. We don't anyway. Wanna, we don't want to Beirut in there. If you heard that, it would have been like... <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on here. But what I'm saying is, like, it doesn't take... Like, I'm not asking everyone to be, like, this superior like perfect specimen of a human being i'm asking for people to apply excellence in their own lives like you pull into the driveway it was trash day you get out of your car you see the trash cans down at the curb can bring that back my wife's gonna be home in a little bit no you know what i'll make it even better i'm going to the gym i pull in the trash cans are down there but i'm gonna go to the gym my wife's gonna be home in a little bit She'll bring the trash cans and I'm going to go inside to get changed and go to the gym. So you drive past the fucking trash cans on your way out. Look mm-hmm. at the trash cans as you drive past the trash cans as you pull away from your house. Did you do so, that? No, so I don't fucking, I'm, I don't do that. I get out of the car and drag those trash cans up. You got to wash it. You sometimes wash I act, sometimes I accidentally hit the trash can and fucking destroy it. But that's a different conversation for a different day, Jonathan. We won't bring that up okay. here. 
Do you wash your trash can? Yeah, occasionally you do need to give the trash can a good power. You got to give it a good bleach and power. You know what I'm saying? So, like, are you a trash can washer or are you not? Or are you a paper looker beyond guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm asking these people to be trash can washers. Yo, don't be a paper looker beyond guy guy. And yeah, then, uh, what what do you what would you call that pathetic? You know what I call that pathetic being? You know what? And you know what? Let's this go. Peasant. Yo, don't be a peasant. Don't be a peasant. Be part of the bourgeois, bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie? Is that serious? I don't think bourgeoisie is, is what I'm serious? trying to say. I want to say burlesque, but that's not the word. It's okay. here we go with my vocabulary. Bougie. No. Bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie. There you go. Mm. All right. Be a bourgeoisie. I don't know. I think those guys did some fucked up shit. I do too. I so what know. class? Are you just going to be a knight? Be a knight. No, I'm asking everybody to, you You don't have to be something else. Just don't be a peasant. Oh. If you, you're either a peasant or not a peasant. Don't be a peasant. And if you have an iPhone and you text somebody, don't be a fucking peasant. Make sure your phone doesn't autocorrect. Pheasant. <laughs> because if, you, if you're lighting somebody very up good. about being a peasant and you hit them with it, and next thing you know, they're like, what the fuck? He just called me a fucking he don't, pheasant? He just don't be pleasant. Dude, he just, do doesn't mean? he know I watch birds? I, dude, call <laughs> I me a birds. pheasant like that. Shit. We got so off topic. But what I'm saying is everybody's like, yeah, Don, Don. Sh-. We were they're listening to the to blame, radio they're earlier. They're trying to blame other people. They're listening to the radio earlier, and they're like, well, Don should have known this. A president needs to know this. It's like, and they're like, well, everybody came to Big Don's aid, and they said, and I'm not even going to get into the fucking topic they were talking about because it's not even worth it. And they were like, well, we don't even know that. We can't expect Don to know that. We, we're people. We don't even know that. Like, well, a president should. And it's like, well, did you, like, there's such a disconnect between, like, people and, like, the people. Kobe. Kobe made that it shit. It did go in. I know. You know, if you say, Co- if you drain a shot, yell Kobe, and it doesn't go in. Guy in a helicopter. <laughs> too soon, too soon. I'm so sorry. No, I was just gonna say Kobe will visit you in your dreams, but <laughs> <laughs> you took it a little darker. But he's the perfect example. Kobe, look, look like the he showed up too hard. Kobe showed up too hard in comparison to the average person. But like, he brought a level of excellence to every aspect of his life nice that guy. left an impact on the world at such a high level. And it's it's too much to ask everybody to do that. But it's not too much to ask people to to like let's raise the bar of America because back like we like Rome came after Greece, United States came after Rome, yada 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 yada. All these cultures that like we're fundamentally fundamentally based in are all based in like the idea of being great. Yep. Like you want to be great. And and I really truly feel sometimes that like when you go on and you watch these one out of fifty fucking people on social media making their comments, it's like that's the one person who's like upset they didn't get their participation trophy. It's like they're sounding off on I gotta stop saying like. That's un American too. Fuck, we say that word a lot. But do you get what I'm saying? Do you are you picking up what I'm putting down on I'm the excellence? Picking thing? up what you're putting down. I'm understanding being excellent and not a peasant. And I understand that most people need not 
not to ask what others can do for you, but to ask what you can do for others, motherfucker. All Dude, right, that came you're, around. You're rewriting history. But so what, that's a good what point, I don't though. necessarily, it's a great point. I think there are, scratch that, on social media, there are a lot of people being great by either sharing their opinions, news, uncovering things that are, in fact, not being peasants, but they are being great for what they feel is great. So not everybody can be the same level of greatness that you think is great, but they may be in their own minds not being a peasant. It's a mentality. It's not like it's not it's not any one thing. Like I'm not yeah. saying like everybody has to go get a high school diploma. I'm not saying everybody has to go to college. Everybody has to hit these checkpoints. I'm saying that like when you put out action, the intention behind your actions needs to be great. Agreed. So like you fucking god damn it with the likes. So for instance, you start applying this aspect of excellence to your daily life. We'll start in the morning. You wake you know, we'll start the night before. You put your clothes out for the next day. Or you just have them on a pile in a chair and you can just pull from that. Boom. Close out. Boom. Close out. You take it a step further, you wear the same thing every same outfit boom. every day. Even easier. So boom. And you put it outside your room so you don't wake your wife up. Mm. You yeah. wake up early. Yeah. Because you have a lot to do today. Got dogs to feed. You know what I'm saying? You get up, you feed the dogs. Take you the, let them out. Take you, the trash out. You want to get some exercise in, leash the dogs up, you're going to go for a walk. On the way out, you take the trash out. You, you make sure you separate your recycling bin a little bit further away from your trash truck, trash can because that company uses a machine grapple hook to, like, pull it in. <laughs> and if you don't, if it, like, smashes your trash can over and you're going to be picking trash up in the street. So anyway, you fast forward through the day. You're excellent all day. You pick up paper. You don't piss on the seat. If you piss on the seat, you wipe it off. You're a great person all day long. You get home at the end of the day. It was a windy day. Your your neighbor's trash can has blown into your yard. You pick his trash can up. You walk up to his door. You leave it there. At the door. At the door. He's Garage not home door. yet. You seek no recognition. You go home. You return your trash can. You get Everybody ready for the gym. You say hi. You're night like the mailman pulls up as you're pulling up. Instead of making him put the mail in the mailbox, you walk up and you take it from him. You say hi. How's it going? What if he's afraid of COVID? Goddamn politics. Am I right? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like it's Dude, Jonathan, you just blindly touched a button, <laughs> and that was very... Oh, damn it. I don't know. I thought we had the thug music, but we don't. Fuck. Sorry. But do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I do also think that that will transition us into our next conversation... Did you know that gun sales are up 95%? Because the other, the other percentage of people that previously weren't buying guns and wanted guns to be taken away are now buying them? Pretty much. Yeah. And that gun, not, uh, 90, 95% on what? Year over year, from the same period last year. What are you reading that on? Uh, this is um, from the National Reporter and producer Marquois Francis, and he cites the National Shooting Sports Foundation for the numbers. See see what I just did there? 
You made me. You made me. You're you're, sta- you're staring at an email. No, I'm saying. But did you? Yeah. Did you hear what I just did there? You did. I so, asked you to tell me who. I'm declining that shit. Oh shit, dude! They found us. Your phone's right here, right in front of you. Is it important? I don't know. I, I know that number, but it's not important. The uh, So the National Shooting Sports Foundation, yes, you made me qualify the numbers that there have been a record 10.3 million fire transactions to date in the first six months of 2020. It's up 95% from this period last year. In fact, the highest overall firearm sales increase come from black men and women who show a 58.2% increase in the same period last year. Holy shit. Yeah. You know that's what, good. You know what I that think speaks that's good. to me? You, I'm, I don't know if it's good or bad. I think it's just factual. Like, I don't know. Like, the numbers speak for themselves. They describe who is alarmed and potentially feeling a little threatened right now. Yeah. See? That in itself, without the all bullshit commentary of media, that was facts. Now, within your gr- own group circle of friends, you can go have that commentary. Say it again. Say all that facts again. <clears throat> what I'm saying is that was an article that was factual. No, say the facts. So, like, I, so I can hear them oh. again. The, the oh. African-American statistics. Oh, oh. There's 10.3 million firearm transactions, which is a record number that's up 95% from last year. Ammo sales are up 139% from last year. And out of the increase, 58.2% comes from black men and women. 58.2% of the 95% increase. No, no. Their statistic, the highest overall firearm sales increase come from black men and women who show a 58.2% increase. Oh, so that's a separate statistic. We're now comparing races. That's so of, all, of all the races, African American community had the most. They show a fifty percent plus increase in purchasing. See, what does it, it doesn't share what the other races are. Mm-mm. So no, that was good information. But I always like to see like, well, what are the other races buying? Like, are Hispanics like fifty seven percent? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a very powerful number, but we don't know like how close behind the other numbers were. I definitely don't think white people were bought, like had an increase, but whatever. I don't think it's really that important. Damn, more guns on the streets. What do you think about that? Me? Yeah. What do you think about more guns being out there? I think <coughs> I think it's good. I I'm a supporter. You think overall overall more guns is good? I do. I think it makes people responsible. Let's hope. Mm. More people are also being educated about the Constitution and the right to own a gun. Mm. More people are now protecting their own property. So if it ever becomes infringed upon, there's more people to fight back from that infringement. Right? Don't go mess with someone else's property. You now have a 95% more chance of getting shot. Getting, um, boom. Right? Over last year. So, I just, I think, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think it's good. I don't think it could be bad. I I don't I, think it's good or bad. I think it just is. My, my feelings or concerns are, um, I, I guess that 
if previously you weren't interested in owning a gun, and all of a sudden you do, all now. of a sudden now you are interested in out owning of a gun. fear and desperation, possibly out of fear and desperation, possibly. I don't necessarily like when you said educate ed, more educated people, and then you followed it up with like on the Constitution and things like that. Like yes. But now I am thinking there are more people, more inadequate gun owners than there are adequate gun owners. So if before one out of ten gun owners was highly highly skilled, now one out of a hundred is highly skilled. One out of a thousand is highly skilled. Do you know? One, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. as has the overall. Standard of skill diminished. I think it has. It's probably there's like, how many people do you know that have personally called you that have no idea about guns? Yeah, a lot, a lot. Those a lot. are the people that are buying guns. The people that have no idea about guns. Yeah. So like under the duress and the stress, like it's not like they're but like okay on Saturdays I'm going to learn about guns. It's like oh my god, no, I need a gun right now. It's like mm. which I'm totally okay with the gun thing. It's your right. But, but if you are going to buy a gun and you're thinking about it, take the time, p- take the time, learn, learn about what you want. Maybe when you buy it, go shoot it and understand like simple, basic mechanics of the gun, safety of the gun. Take one class, two classes could save your life. We'll hit you. We'll hit you with, we'll hit you with like the three most important things about guns that will equip you in any situation. Every gun is always loaded. Treat every gun as it's always loaded. Rule Agreed. number one. Yep. I don't care if it's not loaded. I don't care if you took the bullets. I don't care if you know there's no bullets in it. You never know. Always check it. Always clear it. There's bullets in it even when there's not bullets in it. That's how you got to treat it. I, I watched a video the other day of a young gentleman that looked like Chicago. And he was like, had his glock or whatever in his hand in the backseat of a car and they were like showing it off and he shot himself and he like tried to take the the slide off the top of it but he didn't take the magazine out first and then he shot himself i saw that That so i was like rule number two rule number two always remove the magazine from the weapon when you pick it up so like you pick if you, you stumble upon a firearm you're hiking through the woods you found a care package with some health you're playing a video game, you pick a gun up, boom, unload it. And then rule number three, don't point your gun at anybody that you're not trying to kill or anything that you're not trying I to kill or destroy. Like you don't, if you follow those three things, every gun's always loaded. Two, unload the gun. Three, don't point it at anything that you're not willing to destroy. I think you're totally fine. Yeah. But if you're going to carry a firearm in on your person and things like that there there are a lot a lot of things to be considered in terms of you know skill it doesn't mean like for instance like you you have to take say you do karate for 15 years before you get a black belt and you still study after that you don't get a black belt known in a gun just by walking into the store and coming out and i think sometimes the mentality is like all right i bought a gun now i'm good yeah it's like whoa, 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 whoa! You have a, you have, a, you have one of the most powerful things that we know in the palm of your hands, and you don't seek to master that. And like that, that just concerns me a little bit. I wish people took that more seriously. I agree. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. But that's all. 
They're just facts. These are facts, people. Yeah, I, th- I think the number, like, yeah. I mean, it's it's all important to know and to understand because in the moment, as you experience, as, as you train, you need to learn, like, what's behind you. If you. Let's say you have an intruder in your house, right? You need to make sure that you always know consistency of the gun. Like, yeah, you don't want to do like you start shooting it, your gun off no, but at like, your intruder like for example, towards your kid's bedroom. Do you, do you leave the gun in the same place every night so there's no question where it is? Or do you like randomly leave it out? Do you leave it in a holster, out of a holster? It always needs to be consistent. Do you keep a bullet chambered or unchambered? Because, you know, if you have a gun that's chambered and you think it's unchambered, you could run into problems. If you have a gun that's unchambered and you think it's chambered, it ain't going to shoot. So, like, but... That mentality of being able to have the training and to slow down and to know what to do and how to, and like know the orientation of your house, your neighbor's house, and what kind of ammunition to have, those are a lot of things to consider. Like, do you have hollow point? Not only a hollow point and a better stopping bullet, but also like it doesn't necessarily penetrate through so many walls if you miss. Yeah. It's not going to go like through your exterior wall into your neighbor's house and like, have a problem so if you live in a tight neighborhood or in the city like probably one of the better ammunitions to use i guess in transition when i hear those numbers and the statistics i kind of just fear that there are more people out there with a false sense of security yeah and that that seems dangerous to me for you're, you're for, gonna see a lot more people like waving guns in situations they shouldn't be waving guns at. well well that and if you're if you are like oh, okay, you've reached the point where you now feel unsafe, right? You feel threatened, threatened to the point you're now willing to go buy a firearm that you previously weren't interested in. Okay, you now feel safe. Like that, that that's fake. That's a fake sense of sense of security, and I and I'm worried that people aren't spending like are, are people spending equal amount of time or attention on physical fitness or like combatives like wrestling karate like whatever martial arts you're doing because if you can't you know say you keep your gun in the car and now you got to run to your car like in in a situation if you're the 50 something year old guy that's got to run to his trunk to get his piece you have a heart attack on the way there. Good are you? Now, now, now you have like the whole Corona shutdown business. Like you have a heart attack. What good are you? You just bought all those new guns, keep you safe. But now you're in the hospital yep. without your guns. So it's kind of like a mentality, like the safety mentality for me at least is like it's it's a sphere. Uh, like and you want to be well rounded. Like you want to be physically fit. You want to have. You know, food storage. You want to have water stored up. You you want to have you know your firearm, your, your 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 bow and arrow, your sword, whatever your self defense you you know devices. You want to know how to use that. You need to have multiple layers of preparedness because if you're gonna go one step, you need to really take all the steps so that all. Otherwise, of it, you're just f- otherwise being you're just faking it. You're just faking. hundred percent agree. Yeah. So, like, I think that. I agree with that. And I think, I think that me, in a positive glass half full, a lot more guns being sold. Maybe these are more, you know, maybe people are more more open 
to training martial arts or learning survival or learning hunting or learning like like everybody wants these these police to learn de-escalization training who the fuck are you like you you escalate every goddamn thing on facebook uh-huh. so it's kind of like you, you these I, I in conclusion of this whole episode there needs to be a a superior level of american accountability it can no longer be like just accountability it needs to be like the american accountability it needs yeah. to be like world like by the time and this is going to take 20 years for this to work but by the time you know your kids have kids I want those kids to be raised and be like, this we're, is American we're accountability. We're Americans. We're Americans. You're accountable to your na- If somebody goes down to your right or your left, just like in the military, if your guy goes down to your right or your left, like that, that you, that's the power. You have to make sure you protect those people. So like there, there can't be this, this, this sense of like our government needs to save us. We are the government. We, we are, are the people. We the are government the people. for the people. So if we start demonstrating in our own lives, fucking love slowly it. Slowly but surely, like me, I mean, you and I do this pretty regularly, like trying to help other people out. But like if everybody, like if everybody helps everybody a little bit, we can be stronger as a culture, stronger as individuals, which ultimately makes us stronger. As a country, Don's not the problem. Biden's not the problem. Republicans, is, Democrats, it it's people, not the problem. We are the problem. We are the problem. We need to make our country stronger. We need to be like, hey, if we're going to lead the world as America has always led the world in the last hundred years mm. or two or like 50 years or whatever that stat is and that people have looked to America for the solution, we can't have a bunch of people fucking complaining that our leaders aren't the solution. Yeah, we. We want they people have from to be. We we want people to say like, "Fuck, I want to get raised in America," because what they're doing in America is raising savages, well-rounded people, and fucking people who don't take shit. But they're very, very good at what they do, and they know how to survive and be a solution, a solutionist for lots of different situations. Yeah. So, so fuck. I don't think that there's any other solution, the sol- other than you. The miss the missing link is you. That's you, it. I, it's it's the American person. Like we we elect these people, these people represent us, and everybody's so mad about what they represent. They they represent what they have come to represent because of us. Because we let them represent that. And if we don't if you don't like how they represent us, you're not gonna change a presidential election as an individual, but you can get your boots on the ground and you can change the elections. On a local level, which then will change elections on a regional level, which then will bleed up over time into the American Party. Yeah, or, we need to be Americans. Or like, I mean, like you could go the political way with it, but I'm talking like fuck politics. Like this is a lifestyle choice. I agree. I think that if we all start exhibiting these characteristics and accountability and everything like that in our social media platforms to our children to our friends' children, to if we all demonstrate like, hey, this is where the bar is. Raise the bar. And then somebody comes along and goes, no, this is where the bar is. And you're like, thank you for raising the bar for me. I'm now raising the bar. So if like your your expectations are always being increased and you just demand more from other people be, and and especially yourself... I really, really think the American thing will just sort itself out. I think we're all focusing on who's to blame, 
who's not doing their job, who's not accountable. We're focusing on the nots instead of just being like, look, this is the standard. And I've also, I've, I've been, I've been criticized of this in the past of like keeping my circle, I guess, small or being a savage about like the people I keep around me. Like I'm no bullshit. Like if you just rub me the wrong way, get the fuck out of my boat. And it's usually on the grounds of like, how hard are you going after it? I've had to dial it down a bit over the years. But like my expectation was like, look, like if you're not getting after it equally or harder than me, I just don't even want you around. Mm-hmm. And I think if like we all started like expecting more from ourselves and then transferred that expectation, be like, hey, look, like I, I've been working so hard on myself. Like I... I don't know if I can like hang out like I can't I can't dumb it down with you guys anymore like I need to go to the next level of thing like that's what we need to start doing on everybody and there's when somebody goes to the next level or you know you can't bring somebody up with you there there can't be any like talk about it or like hate or negativity about it be like hey look like I've done this to so many people just like you're just in that part of my life you're it's the past but it's not a negative past it's like you're just back there I'm now here and you're just you're just not up here, and that's just all it is. Like it's not like, hey, you're back there, or I'm up here. It's just hey, like we're just we're on different grounds. Yep. And everybody needs to be on the ground of excellence. And the missing link is you. Boom! Here, 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 here. So, fuck, dude, fuck, got me so, so fired up. Fired up. Dude. Now we're not saying that you don't have moments. Where you have to readjust and recalculate, but that's what makes you stronger, makes you better. Always readjust and reassess is what I would say. Learn how to get better. Yeah, there's evaluate. No, no one person's excellence. Like, don't ever look at like someone's what someone's achieving is like a a hateful perspective. Like, look at it as like, hey, look, like I appreciate that person. I respect what they're doing. I'm happy that person's mm-hmm. achieving it for themselves. Because you're giving me an expectation that previously on myself wasn't as high. Yeah. So, like, you showed me that was possible, and I appreciate you for showing me it was possible. And some things that you were good at, you come back to them, and you say, look, I'm not as good at, like, the bar has been raised here. I realize it. Raise that part in your life. There you go. Fuck with the best. Die with the rest. Die with the rest. Yeah, so the missing link was you. This was our Friday episode of the After Five podcast. Might come out on a Monday. We'll see how the editing goes, but we really need you guys to start sharing the podcast. If you got anything out of this, we don't we're not gonna throw any more marketing or advertising or bullshit commercials on here. We really just need you guys just to uplift the podcast, share it with your friends, your family members, talk about the podcast, share our Instagrams. I don't care. Help us grow. We'll help you pass the time. Follow us on Instagram at After Five Life. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of the After Five podcast. We're growing fast, but we need to grow faster. I have a small favor to ask of all of you. If you have been listening to our show and appreciate it, get anything from it, benefits, maybe a laugh. Maybe you realize there's someone dumber out there than you. Whatever it is, 
rate our show, share our show, get in touch with us, send us a message. We've got stickers. We've got t-shirts. We're giving them out. Let us know you exist. Send us a message. Share the show. Thanks for listening.